Welcome to 1989, inside the diary of a wannabe radio announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop. I think, I think Giggling Ben went to play, <laughs> went to play a crowd. Or even Bad Boy Ben with the Vixen back in the 90s. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and the Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning. It's Billy. But way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Caratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm going to find out how weird... Arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment and to call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years, strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 19 in 89. Yaha, welcome indeed. Uh, together, you and I are about to climb into the ninth week of being a fully-fledged but equally not really good at it yet radio announcer. For our context, we always like to remind you of what songs were making their chart debut each week. And back in 1989, this week saw the arrival of one of my favourite bands from that era, Edie Brickell and the New Bohemians with What I Am. It's debuted at number 40. Uh, plus, there were new tracks from Simple Minds, Transvision Vamp, The Saints with The Music Goes Around My Head, and Mike and the Mechanics with The Living Years also making their chart debuts this week. I actually remember having to play The Living Years so many times. In uh, 89 Radio. Uh, if you've got a lot of hair, ladies, you'll be uh, well into accessorising with a velvet scrunchie. And if you haven't got some acid-washed jeans, what are you even doing wandering the streets? Uh, no one in Australia knows what The Simpsons are. In fact, their animated TV series won't even premiere until the end of the year in the US. And it'll be another two years before Australia gets to see any of it on their TVs. Coming up, I'm going to host my very first dinner party. But will I completely forget to write about it and make some flippant low-key entry that reveals bugger all aside from praising me and my efforts? Hot tip, that's exactly what I do. Will my laziness extend so far that I hardly write anything some days? Again, more than likely. I'll also swap shifts with Glenn and ruin his new music show with my lack of research because, you know, no internet and the record companies didn't send any printed bios with the new records in the mail. So it looks like I'm going to pull that clueless card. And uh, two weeks of house-sitting for my workmate Jan comes to an end and I give away a futuristic prize that was all the rage in the late 80s. Oh my God, there is so much yet to come. So let's welcome another one of my besties to help me pull apart another week of diarised meh. Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is this? Who is that? It's Brianne Keefe, Mac! Woohoo! I'm so Hi. glad you're finally here. <laughs> well, I feel very privileged to be here. I, I was unsure as to whether I was going to get an invite. Well, so of course. I, I, I have been laughing all this week in preparation for <laughs> this, just reliving some of the moments that we have shared together. I now have to say I'm worried that some of my other older friends that I haven't invited on this are now going, why haven't I been invited on this bloody podcast? <laughs> to be fair, I wasn't around in 1989, No, No, well, that brings us to when and how did we meet. And I, Was it 1991? Mm. 
Yes, 1991. Right. Uh, at which, which point I'm a, a second-year student at the Western Australian Academy of Performing Arts in Broadcasting. Beautiful. There was a gentleman called Phil Ute. Yes, I remember you Phil. Know, well, yes, well, he was your boss, I think. <laughs> oh, maybe at that stage. I thought Neville McGrath was still our <laughs> boss back in 91, well, but maybe he'd gone by or, then. No, I think he owned the station at that point, didn't oh, he? Oh, did he? Oh, Lord. Well, that's why he invited me If up. it's not in my diary, I've got no memories of it, Mac, just so you know. I, I, I'll give you my, so my recollections. Okay, you, give me your recollections because they're probably yeah. spot on. <laughs> well, look, we'll meet somewhere in the middle. Phil Good. was a lecturer at the Academy of Performing Arts. So he said to me, is this all news to you? Yes. <laughs> so he said to me, Mac, someone's going on holidays and for two weeks I need a radio newsreader and I'd like to take you up to Northwest Radio and you can fill in for him for two weeks. So I was like amazing at this stage. I'm a second year student and I'm going to, well, he wasn't going to pay me. He never paid me. (laughs) The story of radio's life. (laughs) What, you didn't get paid? That's normal. (laughs) I didn't get paid. In fact, I, I... Caught the he, I think he bought my bus ticket. I think that's what he did. He <laughs> Generous. <laughs> but the bus ride was actually really interesting because I had two people on the bus who were having sex on the on the on the bus seats. <laughs> I remember you telling me about that. <laughs> that that was a really interesting bus ride. And then I arrive and he places me in one of the staff houses. You were in one with Lisa Fairclough and the gang. That's right. And That's the right. current newsreader who I was, <laughs> is it coming back to you now? Yes. <laughs> so you, <laughs> you just snorted. I've snorted. So you were at this one house and then the bloke that I was filling in for who was going on holidays, let's call him Bob. Well, we can Bob. call him Soup Mop Tig because none of us <laughs> liked him and so we used to call him a pompous git behind his back. But in order to talk about him in front of him, we decided let's say Soup Mop Tig, which is pompous git <laughs> backwards, so we could go, ugh, Soup Mop Tig shits me to tears and we could have that conversation and he'd have no idea we were talking about him unless he recorded us and played it backwards. <laughs> well, he might have some idea now if he's listening in. <laughs> Hi, Rod. <laughs> Hi, Rob. <laughs> Oh, God, I hope he's not listening. He's not. Well, if I was him, I'd be listening. So, anyway, Rob went away for two Rod, weeks. Rod, Rod, with a D, Rod. with a D. Rod. Oh, oh Rod, yeah, Rod. 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 Sorry, Rod. Sorry, Rod. He went away. You do remember that? Yeah. He went away for two I remember two his weeks. last name too, but I'm not saying that. I do as well, but that will remain confidential. Yeah, good. He, so he shan't be identified. Yes. For legal purposes. Yeah. So... I stayed in his house. Yeah. And for two weeks, I was the fill-in newsreader. And that's how we met. Yes. And then <laughs> after leaving Caratha, I went to the Gold mm. Coast for about 18 months. And then I got a job in Perth. And that's when we became roomies. And we spent most of the 90s living together. Yes. Yeah, so you rang me from the Gold Coast and you said, Guess what? And I'm like, what? I'm coming to Perth. And I'm like, amazing. When you're moving in. So it just seemed a natural progression that you'd come and stay with me. And I was trying to work out how many years we lived together. I thought maybe seven. Yeah, I reckon it was about seven. It was the best. You're the best roomie I've ever had. Ditto. Until, oh, yeah, well, I guess your husband doesn't count as a roomie. But you lived with me until my husband kicked you out. Yeah, exactly. And I wasn't bitter about that at all. And fair enough. (laughs) No. (laughs) Fair enough too. But I tell you what, I, I do look back on that and I have been thinking a lot about it in the week leading up to this and it really was 
they were the best days of my oh. life. I shouldn't really say that now I've got a husband and two children, but <laughs> they bloody were. <laughs> yeah, we were tw- in our 20s and it was the 90s and boy, did we have fun. Oh, oh we did. Don't ask me about that it because I don't remember a thing. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly don't remember if I haven't a kept a diary, I've got no memories. <laughs> My overriding memory of those two weeks, and I actually thought you might bring this up, but I, I don't think you're going to because I, I don't think I you clearly don't remember. remember. <laughs> but it was like 50 degrees in Caratha. Oh. It was so hot. Yeah. And this one particular afternoon, it was a Saturday afternoon, I came to your house and your place had the best air conditioning. Do you remember that? Yeah, I definitely remember that and the bills that we used to get for it. <laughs> yeah. We all got together and we got on the couch and we all put dunas on. That's And then right. we turned the air conditioning up to full bore and then you put the sprinklers on yes. outside full bore so it sounded like it was raining outside. <laughs> oh, my God, I do remember <laughs> and we, that. And we <laughs> had winter in Caratha. <laughs> we had winter in Caratha. God, now I think about that and think, all the water that I just wasted in that moment just to <laughs> recreate <laughs> a feeling of winter. <laughs> but it was great because you could you could hear the rain on the other, like, and that cooled down the house even more. Oh, my God, did it what? We had it set the, on 18. You the rain on the windows <laughs> and then it was like subarctic and we're there with our dunas and our jumpers on watching movies all afternoon. Giving each in, other Legionnaire's our... disease. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was... And that really is is my overriding memory of of Caratha. That, yeah, that, that I have that memory too. I'd forgotten about it. I'm glad you reminded me. <laughs> you, 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 you've remembered that memory. Oh just man, now. this is making me realise yeah. how many bits of my brain just go. Nah, we're not keeping that. Chop it out. <laughs> yep. No, you're. I think you've you've repressed it. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot that's been repressed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I feel like I should put the tangent alarm on, but that was all so much fun. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So let's get into the diary. Um, I'm going to start with uh, Sunday, March 5. This was written at 1.29am. Well, today I did so much zings, it's almost incredible. Like my German accent. <laughs> no, no, we don't like your German accent. <laughs> anyway, today I created the lasagna. It looks so scrummy. I can't believe I used words like scrummy. I felt like cooking it up and eating it right then and there. Story of my life. (laughs) But you, because you were the Bechamel king. Oh, I love the Bechamel. 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 (laughs) Let's try and say it properly. Every Italian's going, what are you doing? Bechamel. Yeah. That and pan gravy. The two greatest things my mother ever taught me is how to make bechamel and pan gravy. (laughs) Do you remember, like, putting the bechamel in the arancini balls? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I really need to do a show about what I've eaten. <laughs> yeah, well, food is the other thing I remember about Caratha. Well, yeah, so. Uh, anyway, there I can't wait for tomorrow because my dinner party's coming. I went to work at about five today, put my records away from Friday and yesterday and started my shift at six with Take 40 Australia. That's a bludge, just plays, I don't have to do nothing. Bradley came over. I did a couple of commercials while Take 40 was on and mum and dad rang up again, which was great. After Take 40, my shift went really well. We ordered a pizza, which was nummy. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) And after 12, I recorded a commercial that I hadn't done. 
Now that I'm home, the TV's finished for tonight, so I'm listening to music. You'd think I'd get sick of it, wouldn't you? And then I've got in capitals, <laughs> no way. See ya, 1.48am. Your commitment to your diary, and I, rem- I remember this, you know, um, your commitment to your diary was actually mind-blowing. When we lived together, you were always writing, and it wasn't diary form like this, but it was always, there was always scraps of paper around and books filled with scripts and ads and promos and skits and God knows what, just random ideas. Yeah. That you felt the need to <laughs> had to get down on paper. To extrapolate on. Exactly. Where are they all now? <laughs> oh, well, here they are in a podcast. In Max memory. Uh, this is Monday, March 6, no time. I've just written in capitals. See previous days for details, question mark. See previous days for details. Uh, E.g., I forgot to write and now I can't remember. But I have added, P.S., the dinner party went really well. The lasagna was absolutely brilliant and so was the salad and garlic bread. I was really pleased with my efforts. It was just like, and then I've got an inverted commas, Mama used to make. Oh, (laughs) you still there? (laughs) Just so everyone listening knows, Max got her hands over her face just laughing. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, so we'll just move on to Tuesday, March 7, Mm. and I've written in capital letters again, can't remember, e.g. non-event day. (laughs) There is nothing there. Is it blank? It's (laughs) blank. That's all I've written. Yeah, and not even, there's not even any food comments, not even what you no. ate. Like that's Swiftly moving on, on to Wednesday, moving March on. 8. <laughs> Thank God for that large tangent introduction because <laughs> there's not a lot yes, of content exactly. in this one. <laughs> yeah, we have to create our own. Yeah. More memories, please. Uh, day off today. Yes. Didn't do much. Didn't wake up until 2.30pm, which was great. Went down to the shopping centre. Did the essential shopping for must-have goods. <laughs> Must so what is a must-have good? Well, essentials apparently, <laughs> food and lube probably. <laughs> TMI, TMI. Yeah, sorry, mum. March information. Went and got some magazines. Then I went and called mum and dad, and Nicole was staying over, which is my cousin. So I talked to her mm. too. I talked until five thirty, and they were actually getting ready to close the shopping centre. So clearly, I was in the shopping centre using the public phone. I went home, wow. had some tea. Then I went down to the station to say howdy to Glenn. Went home and slept. See ya! Again, no times, so clearly wrote this a day later. Wow. <laughs> uh, what were you thinking when you were writing this? What was going through your head? Well, I definitely, I know for a fact that I didn't want anyone to know that I was gay, so there was no references to, oh. there are references in here about, I can't wait till the day I'm married and, or I met a nice girl. She was quite attractive because I thought, well, I have to carry on the story. I'll throw this mention in. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff in here where I've certainly self-edited. But then also, I just think I was really boring and so there's not much that I could have written. (laughs) No, I love that fact that you, though, that you were, like, living this life where you knew you were gay but you had to actually, even your own personal diary, carry on another dialogue. Yeah. Don't you think that's fascinating? It is fascinating. And I also didn't know I was gay. I just thought it was a phase that I would get over once I got out of my teenage Thanks to Cleo or Cosmo telling me everyone in their teenage years has a dabble. It's like a phase. I was like, great, I'll cling to that. <laughs> and you'll move on. But but here's the thing. So when you rang me from Queensland and you said to me, oh, look, I'm coming over to Perth, part of me thought maybe that was a romantic thing. Oh. Do you remember me saying to you, yeah, do you remember me saying to you, do you want to sleep in my bed or do you want to sleep on the floor? Do you remember me saying that to you? No. <laughs> What did I say? <laughs> on the floor. 
damn, I wish I'd sat on the bed. It would have been way more comfortable. <laughs> no, no, but I put a mattress on the floor. It wasn't like oh, okay, okay, on good. the floor. Yeah. Part of me was like, oh, this is like, is this guy sort of keen, you know? Clearly not. I mean, clearly you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was but doing not, everything I not, could because... not to appear homosexual, but also nothing yes. that would make me too heterosexual. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Oh, no, you did not want to be in the same bed because that would not have been ideal at all. No, No, certainly not. But um, (laughs) so I had no idea until many years later when I still had no idea. I still have quite a few female friends that had the same reaction. was like, were you hitting on me? Oh, no, you weren't. You weren't at all. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> Just surrounded by girls, but never no. touching any of them. Yeah, but you had girlfriends. Yeah, so many. So all of because them. All I the girls. Wanted to be with the girls. They were nicer than these horrible boys that had penises that I probably wanted to touch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's. Uh... TMI, TMI, TMI. Yeah. And you also. Need a TMI skin. Yeah. Tangent alert. Tangent alert. All right. <laughs> Enough of that. All right, let's go uh, back to um, March the 9th. It's a Thursday. Well, today was bizarre. It's Is that how you spell it? And actually, I didn't spell it right. <laughs> how did you spell it? B-I-Z-A-R-E. It's two Zs, isn't no, it? No, bad. Yeah, that's bad. No! I love that I have to ask. It's two Zs, isn't it? <laughs> B-I-Z-A-R-R-E. Oh, it's two R's. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Spellcheck. I love you so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, that's staying in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I swapped with Glenn, let's move on, yesterday so that he could go to his basketball, I have to do the new release show, which means between the hours of 8 and 10 p.m., we do nothing but feature a whole heap of new singles and we have a feature album that we listen to a variety of singles off. Before you shift, you have to research the songs, but I didn't have enough for every song. So there were a whole heap that I didn't know anything about. And I distinctly remember just going, and here's a new one from so-and-so-and-so-and-so with no info. Other than that, everything went relatively well. See ya! Wow. (laughs) And it's so weird that now, if we want to know anything, we just go, I'm just going to echo it or Google it. But back then, yeah, if you I didn't know. have a printout and you didn't know, you're screwed. You didn't know. Yeah, like I didn't even think about this whole thing about pre-Google and what you guys used to talk about. I guess it was all supplied by the radio companies, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, if happened? you didn't get a press release a with a companies. record, you knew record nothing companies. about the band. Weird. It's weird. so weird. You just weird. had to rely on your own, your own knowledge. Fancy yeah, that. which was very limited. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is Friday, March 10. My shift today was 2 to 6 p.m. It was great today. I had a lot of fun. Everything went together smoothly. I bet it didn't. I gave away a free float in a relaxation tank today, which was good. Remember relaxation tanks, the salt water floats? I thought they were a new thing. I didn't know they were around in the 90s. No, they were around in 1989. I was giving them away in Caratha of all places. I'm I surprised. think in COVID times, they, they're not a thing, though. <laughs> yeah, no. no. Mm, someone's hot, salty water that everyone's been lying in. The COVID float. <laughs> oh, um, put together bleh. some great ads today, although the only problem is, oh my God, this is insane. Although the only problem is that now I have to do ads that are better than that. It'll be difficult. Oh. <laughs> Presumptuous. Are you kidding? Yeah, exactly. Are you kidding? Because <sighs> I was so late. I know. After that nine weeks' experience in radio, can you imagine? They would have been the most amazing ads. No. 
I don't know if you I've were ever beat so them. incredible. <laughs> well, yeah. I hope you have, is all I'm saying. I definitely I have. Because <laughs> I don't even remember writing ads in 1989, and I definitely have written way better ones since. After work, went home and fed the cats and got myself some tea. Went back to work, recorded some of my better commercials for safekeeping. And I need to say that instead of saying safekeeping, I've written savekeeping. Loser. <laughs> Right? I also started talking on a tape so I could have a conversation with my friends, in a sense. See ya! Those tapes. You started talking on a tape? Yeah, I would put cassettes into my Sony um, player and then press record and then I'd go, hey guys, it's me. Okay, so what I've been doing is, and I would just have this whole brain fart of a conversation and then I'd post them to them and then Kerry, Linda, Emma, Jules would all record stuff and send it back to me as well. Oh, that's so cute. It was Do you have cute. any of those? Like, no. Oh, my God. I wish oh. someone had one because I would love to hear mental You need to put a call out because somebody will have one of those. Oh, that would be amazing. All right, and our final entry is uh, Saturday, March 11. No time again, so I've written this the following day. Today is the day the swans are due back today. Right. Let's throw another today in there, maybe. The swans? Yeah, Jan Swan. Oh, Jan Swan. Not like the swans actually flying into a pond or anything. (laughs) Sorry, I should have reiterated that because I've spent two weeks house-sitting for them. Um, So they're back sometime this afternoon, today, 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 today. So I'll be moving back to my house. I've tidied up so that everything looks okay. They got home at about 4 to 4.30, had a chat with them and they're... (laughs) I had a chat to when them. When did they get home? Uh, between 4 to 4.30. Oh, so, yeah, horrendous. let's not be specific, but give them a half-hour window. No. <laughs> had a chat with them about their trip and Jan dropped me off at work. Have to do the request show. Had heaps of requests. Found them all. That was the worst thing, the request show. People would ask for something and you'd have to run from the studio to the record library at the other end of the building flick through the printouts to try and find the record, get the record and run back and queue it up. And half the time it wasn't there. Did you ever miss it? Did oh, you ever miss the queue? So many times. And what, was it just dead air? Yeah, of course. It was country radio. Of course there was dead air. Uh, Glenn stayed and we went out and got some tea for both of us. My shift went A-OK. No real complaints from my end. It was extremely boring, that's all. <laughs> and I still want to know, was it boring because I'm just bored of working or boring because... What I did was boring. boring. (laughs) I think it's a mixer of both. (laughs) Next week, Saturday, I've got to do breakfast, which should be interesting, especially when it comes time to do JD's Trading Post. Oh, well, see ya. (laughs) Final entry. (laughs) You were so sweet. I was sweet. So innocent. So untouched. You're so sweet. (laughs) I love it. And I love, and that was so you at that time. And you still are the funniest person that I've ever met. Oh, God, I love you. I I think the diary reflects that. But, um, you know, the detail in that diary is quite staggering, you know. Times down to the minute. I should tell everyone, Marianne is like a journalist and a lawyer and (laughs) an amazing, educated and intelligent woman and possibly what I read here is the remedial remedial scratchings of an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) I loved every word. I know. You make me feel better. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode, Mac. Love you. And, I love you. I'm um, so proud of you. And this is an amazing podcast and has taken me back 30 years to the start of our friendship, which has been incredible. And yeah. I feel blessed that this radio station and this time in your life brought us together. So Same. Um, it's great to celebrate that. 
I feel like I'm giving you a trophy or something right now and you're just saying your, your speech. And yeah. thanks to God and um, you will come on again though, please. Oh, I promise. Yes. All right. <laughs> well, in the next episode, will I still be blatant about my on-air work being extremely boring? And am I talking about me as a host or am I just bored of working after nine hours of not even continuous to close manual labour? Spicy hot tip. It's all about that last one for sure. I get blasé about pending cyclone warnings and act like I'm smarter than the Bureau of Meteorology. I get props for one of the commercials I write and suffer through a sleepless night as I panic about the approach of my very first weekend breakfast shift. Once again, this episode, we want to help raise Indigenous voices. And this time around, we want to spotlight FirstNationsFashionDesign.com. They're all about nurturing, supporting, promoting and working with Indigenous artists, designers, photographers, models, art centres, creatives and businesses. And they've created a space for artists to grow their craft in a creative and professional framework. And let me tell you, if you love fashion, uh, you are fully missing out if you're not following them. They're on Instagram too under first.nations.fashion.design. So get your look on and drool at all the stunning work within. Uh, You'll also find them online, of course, at firstnationsfashiondesign.com. As per usual, sending pre-virus hugs to the enigmatic DJ Dirtbag for his sterling work on the 1989 theme tune. And same things to Jezelenko for all the other realistic 80s microwave bells and handwriting whistles that go into making this podcast. If there's one thing you could do this week, it'd be awesome source if you could just share this podcast with anyone you think that might also enjoy it. Uh, as much as you do. And of course, a subscription and a review does so much to help, but you can only do that on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, don't have that. In the meantime, though, I'm loving you from here. Check it out. See ya. Bye.